What's up, Creation Grounds? This is episode 28, 28, 28, almost at 30, with Ryan Murphy, who I met um, during an audition season um, for MFAs, BFAs. And uh, we met, we talked a little bit. I thought he was a cool dude. And this just confirmed, this interview just confirmed it even more. He's wise beyond his years. He's going to create some dope art. Look out for him. He's an up-and-comer. He just got into NYU BFA's program. And he has a lot of great things to say, a lot of inspiring words, a lot of encouraging words. And you can tell that um, art is who he is. Art is in his heart. And he wants to share that with you. And it's my pleasure to share this episode with you. So let's start this show. Another episode of Creation Grounds. I'm talking with Ryan Murphy. Um, how you doing, Ryan? I'm good. I'm good. How are you, man? Doing good. Great to have you. Glad to have you. Thank you for having me, man. Appreciate it. So I just kind of wanted to dive right in and just uh, get into it. Who has been the most influential in your life, and why would you say that they have been? Most influential. Um, I mean. There's a lot, I think there's a lot of people who have been equally influential. I mean, one is definitely just kind of like my brother, uh, because my, my brother is kind of the reason who I am today. Because you know, I I went to a performing arts high school, and I wouldn't have gone there if he hadn't gone there first, and I followed him there. And so, um, and also, kid, that's like my that's how I got my taste in music. I got my taste in like television and media. And eventually, how I got my taste in like acting, how I transitioned over there, because we both started out on string instruments, and then like as he got more and more into film, I got more and more into acting. So I uh, definitely my brother, and or and also like my mom, of course, just because you know she's always been there, guiding me, um, kind of just helping me out whenever I need to be helped out, and you know showing me the correct path. That's dope. So family's big for you. How, how many years um, apart are you and your brother? Yes, like a year and a half. Like I'm, I was, yeah, year and a half. He's like nineteen, going on twenty soon. Yeah, that's not too. That's not too bad. Um, is he still yeah. acting? Still in the arts? Yeah, he's um actually right now he's at Hofstra University on Long Island. Oh, cool. Uh, studying film, getting his BFA there, I believe, or his BA, I think actually. So yeah, yeah, he's um still there, and he's been working on a lot of stuff up there. He actually got um an internship at a radio station up there. Um, so he's staying for the summer. And he's, he's also a summer either, so he's you know he's doing big things. He's you know he's getting a lot of opportunities up there. So shout out to Big Bro and um shout out to your mom. Yeah, definitely. So it seems like um the acting passion kind of stemmed from your brother's influence. Do you have a specific day when you discovered a love and passion for acting? Yeah, um, it was after my first show ever, which was One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And in that show, I played a Turkle. Uh, and I just remember, like, after seeing the show, you know, you go out into the lobby, the, the theater lobby, and you know, there'd be people just talking there about how it made them feel um, and how it affected them and, and how, the, how it made them change how they thought. And I think you know, that was the best thing for me where I realized that, like, for me, it's always kind of been how does this, how does art change someone's mindset? And in that moment, it was like that's how you know you you make them think, you make them 
question the norm and make them think about their reality, how they talk to people and treat people and things like that. And so, you know, that, that's when I was like, you know, I love this, you know, cause it's just fun, you know? Um, cause I get to, you know, I, I, I think acting is about finding the truth and the human experience. And so when, when you're there on stage, I get to find out more about humanity and my own humanity and how those things interconnect. And then it's also like serving to, you know, prove a message to the audience and change people's thinking and, you know, affect lives. That's awesome. Yeah, man. It's, uh, it's also fun for me. And it's, I think, I think it's, uh, you can have even more longevity when it's not just fun, but it's also, you want to impact lives and you want to help people. You have, you have your why, you know, you have your why. And I think that's going to carry you for a long time. So, um, I know we're both still very young, you younger than me, but what, what are some of the choices that you've made that have made you who you are? Um, I think a lot of the choices I made that made me who, who we are, are are more often like bad choices and good choices because I think a big, big defining part of like, the human character is you know what we do after our mistakes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like, I, I countless mistakes. I've made a lot of those, you know. Um, you know, recently, you know, like, I, uh, this is like in November, but like, I crashed, like, my girlfriend's car into four other cars, and like, that was a nightmare. Wow. You know? um, yeah, right? And so that was terrible, and it, it kind of forced me to adult. <laughs> yeah. And it's kind of like, because, you know, and it's like, you know, you have to pay these bills because, you know, you, Right four cars and you know you have to work and you have to balance this with your schoolwork and acting and friends and all these different things i think you know that, that's just an example but wait time you know, did you say bad, four did you say four cars yeah four yeah okay so you can't just say that and not tell stories I mean, you had four <laughs> four cars how four how so <laughs> um it was in a school parking lot and and I was in her car trying to get, about to get food, and I was like, okay, I probably shouldn't do this, but like for a car, it's like weird in that it has to like you have to switch, you have to go into reverse, and like you, you have to switch. It's a at a power button, and so you switch into reverse. I was in reverse already, but to turn the power off, you have to press the brake and the power, and so I pressed the wrong pedal while I was in reverse, and so I went backward. And this is this is like it's like me having bad luck where. I hit one car, right? <laughs> and that car hit another car, oh, which man. also hit another car. So, oh, oh, okay, okay, okay. So you wrecked, you wrecked four cars in one sitting. I thought you wrecked the car. Some time passed. You wrecked another one. Then you wrecked another one. Then you wrecked another one. But I, I, I thought that's what I thought you were saying. You saying that you wrecked four in one sitting? Yeah, that's still pretty bad. But man, it's not as that's that's wild, man. <laughs> Yeah, you know, the Mario Kart in real life, you know? The Mario yeah. Kart sales came out. Yeah, yeah, I feel uh, you. <laughs> that's dope, man. Um, but you were saying, like, what you learned from that and we learned from mistakes. That's cool. I just wanted to kind of get get um, the story behind that because that, that's that's pretty wild. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Definitely top 10 worst things I've done ever, but. Cool. So um, you're telling me a little bit that you just got into NYU BFA program. That's great. 
I met you in New York when you were um, auditioning. I was on the MFA track. You uh, were auditioning for MFA. We met at Juilliard. Um, so tell me about your your audition experience because there's some people that you know are they'll be auditioning for the next season. Um, more high schoolers coming behind you that that will want to do that. Um, what do you wish you knew now that you could pass on to others as they prepare? Um, don't put too much pressure on everything because I, I think out of all my because you're okay so i auditioned for five schools i auditioned for Rutgers, nyu howard fordham and juilliard um and i think of course you won't you're not gonna have every, every audition isn't gonna go well um but i think the worst thing i did for myself was at juilliard in specific because i, I did four back-to-back i did nyu fordham Rutgers, and juilliard all in like one weekend mm-hmm. um I think what was like the bane, like my personal bane, uh, was that I put so much pressure on Juilliard, um, and I think that really weakened my audition because, like, for all my other things, I was nervous because I was like, "This is just practice," you know. Um, and it was that mindset I think that helped me get into NYU because NYU was the first one I actually auditioned for because you know I flew in, I woke up at like four a.m., flew in, to New York was in there by like you know. Uh, 8 a.m. and walked around the city for a couple hours and then I eventually went to NYU for my audition and I did that and so like there is no pressure on that at all I think the big reason about why I got in um and then the same for the others because like there is no but for me it was all learning in those but I think having that same mindset of this is all learning Mm -hmm. will you know prove to be incredibly virtuous just because you know it's all an audition should be because you can't in an audition you can't you'll be perfect. And I don't think any school wants a perfect student because if, if you're a perfect student, you know, why are you going to school? You know? Right. Uh, so I think overall, just not putting too much pressure on, on any school or yourself because after all, you're only human. Um, and the work, the work will speak for itself. I think that's just what you need to think about. The work will speak for itself. And, you know, all you can do is your best. And as long as, long as you did your best, then, you yeah, know, it's all, yeah. That's facts. Um, something I heard a lot in the room, too, before before starting is that the auditors would say, slow down, slow down, take your time, you know, all of yes. that stuff. Um, I think that kind of comes with the nerves, but that's dope. So congrats on the NYU. Um, and, you know, I know you're going to crush it there. You got four years Thank of greatness you. there. Um, in this past year, what movie or TV show or play have you recommended people watch the most um, this year and why? Definitely have to be um, the last days of Judas Iscariot. That uh, played by Stephen Adigurgis. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, recommend all those plays. I think they're all great, especially for minority people, minorities, um, all POC. It's because you know it really delves into those issues in those communities. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, fun fact from for my auditions, uh, I had like, both my contemporary pieces were from plays of his. Which and uh, one was from the last days of Judas Iscariot, and one was from uh, an Arabia would all be kings. Dope. And I'm curious. Which... Going back, mm-hmm. go ahead. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Okay, yeah. So going back to um, Judas, it's it explores the it's a fictional story, of course, but it explores the story of 
Judas Iscariot, obviously, from the Bible, and then um, Jesus. And essentially, it's like Judas's trial uh, for, you know, of course, betraying Jesus. And so in it explores all these different perspectives from, perspectives from different uh, religious figures. And then in the end, it, like, culminates in this scene, this super dramatic and, you know, this, like, powerful scene between Jesus and Judas where, you know, they talk to each other for the first time. And I think it just kind of, like, tests the boundaries of the human of the human nature and, like, exploring and exploring truth and, you know, to what, is there, is there any real salvation? And, you know, can we ever really right our wrongs? And I think that's a big thing about uh, love and truth, just because, you know, the, the big theme is, you know, did Jesus, sorry, did Judas really love Jesus? Um, and if so, why did he do that? Right. So, yeah, I, mean, I just think that's incredibly thought-provoking and uh, powerful. That's real. <clears throat> what character have you related with the most and why? I don't want to say I'm a terrible person, but I'd say Judas. <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> I probably shouldn't say that, honestly, but, you know, Look, the, play, honest, the play is dope. I don't think it really sets up Judas as a villain because I yeah. I was in that play in, in college. Um, really? I played I played Judas and Jesus on alternating nights. That's in 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 college, wow. yeah. Journey, but yeah, uh, just yeah. because I think you know Judas shows the imperfections of humanity, um, in a way I think is like particularly you know interesting, uh, and so. Uh, yeah, it, it's just seeing how humanity is and, like, the true intentions behind that. Because you never – because, you know, people have their actions, and then when they try to, like, you know, recant for them and apologize and fix them, you know, rarely do you get the chance. And I think it really explores the want to fix the things you've done wrong. I think, you know, I you know like I stated earlier, I crashed four cars and – you know, I've done plenty worse than not worse than that, but I've done plenty of other like bad things. And you know, I always kind of want to fix my wrongs, but you can't really fix them. Right. Sometimes I think that, that's just why I relate to him because, like, he's yeah, it's that he's imperfect. Yeah. He's imperfect. He's human. Yeah. <clears throat> Do you have any dream roles? Anything that you want to play? Anything that uh, you kind of want to delve into? Yes. Um, on the more like, this is going to be really specific. But my number one all time uh, is Miles Morales. Oh, dope! Because, dope, dope. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's because, um, you know, I am like like him. I am black and Puerto Rican, uh, Afro Afro Latino, and you know, given I don't live in you know Brooklyn, uh, but you know the character is someone who I, I love. He's personally like. For me, you know, as, growing up as a kid, you know, I always told myself it couldn't be Spider-Man because, you know, Spider-Man is white, and obviously I'm I'm, I'm black kid. And, you know, like when you hear about Miles Morales, then of course with the success of In- Into the Spider-Verse, you know, which is a phenomenal film, by the way, uh, that's not from the point, you know, it kind of just gave me hope in 
and you know, I want to, I want to bring that same hope to you know Afro Latino kids across the globe, you know, because you know you hear about like the stories, and you know there are kids in theater saying, "Hey, mommy, you know, he speaks Spanish like us," or he's saying, "Hey, mom, or hey, dad, you know, um, they, he looks like us," you know. Yeah. And I think it's just like that inclusion, and I, I and mean, I want everyone to be included. That's just like my personal way. I would love to do it. So that's kind of a great segue because um, you, you, I think you might have actually answered it. But what value do you think the arts has for people? Is it kind of like that inclusion, or um, what 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 value, if not just that, do you think the arts has for people? I think art has like a plethora of values, but I think the, the overall one is like education. You know, like, like I was saying with Cuckoo's Nest, um, you know, the ability to, you know, change someone's thinking or, or make someone think, start a conversation. I think that's the most, most important part to solving a lot of issues because, you know, there's so many terrible things happening in our world. You know, you know, of course, you know, Flint does not have clean water. Mm-hmm. Uh, and in Syria and the Middle East, like there are children dying every day, every day. Climate change, um, like I've in some country somewhere, you know, they passed a law where they could, you know, stone gay people. You know, there's so many like terrible things happening in our world. And I think that art has the ability to educate people about those issues and start the conversation, and you know, begin talk that needs to be talked about because it's so important. I think that's just, I think that is the most important value of art. Uh, but like building off of that, I think there are many different like faces to inclusion. So there's inclusion in the sense of like, you know, um, demographics and minorities and POC, but it's also inclusion in terms of like including, including these issues that are in the dark and bring them into light. I think it's another form of inclusion that art has, uh, which ties into education. Right. So it's kind of like um, including people who might be random, like outcasts or stories that aren't yeah. necessarily told. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's real. So um, you're about to graduate. Um, you just had your prom. Uh, if your yes. yearbook quote could be plastered on every yearbook in the world, what would it say? <laughs> um, don't crash four cars. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't don't crash for cars. Do um, <laughs> um, I think it would be okay. This is this was my actual yearbook quote, and I used to believe in it so heavily. Uh, it's something I always say. Uh, but precedent is a standard meant to be exceeded. Semicolon sin boldly. That's real. That's dope. That's fire. Yeah. Man. Appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, it's pretty dope. Yeah, I just like what it means essentially is like the, the first part, the precedent part. You know, it it talks about how those who come before you are not. It, it isn't a standard to meet those who come before you. It's a standard to go above them. You know, and so like I think whenever someone compares a new artist to like you know an older one, you know, saying that someone's a new Michael Jackson or saying that someone's a new um, Tupac or saying someone's there's anything, you know, I think that's harmful to art in that, you know, it puts someone in a box. But also I think that, you know, we shouldn't try to be the new, this person, we should try to be you. And you should try 
to be the best you can be. You be better than who came before you. And on the other side of that is the sim boldly. And sim boldly, like it's a saying, it's, a, it's my personal mantra, but it's a saying at my school. I'm in my department. I uh, just meaning like, um, if you're going to make a mistake, make it big. You know? Right. Uh, and yeah, it has like practical uses, but also like, you know, more like metaphysical, like idealistic things, philosophical, you know? Um, and that, you know, in that, you know, if you, you need to be able to make mistakes so you can be yourself, so you can find yourself. Um, and I think that how, I think how we progress above the standard is by making mistakes and learning from them. Because the person, in my eyes, with the most education, the person who has lived the most and, you know, has learned the most. And you learn from your mistakes. You learn, that's, I think that's, there's like school learning, I'm getting very meta here, but there's school learning and there's actual learning. I think the actual learning, the learning you need to survive and to actually, you know, have a fleshed out personality and a character, um, I think that actual learning comes from making mistakes. And so I think artistic excellence comes from making mistakes and finding yourself and finding your own artistic voice. So, yeah. That's fire and very wise, man. Um, I love that. That's that's awesome. Thank you. So, uh, what would you do? So, kind of tying into the fail. I guess I guess it might be just fail big. But what would your routine be to improve as an actor? Um, do you have a routine currently? Are you looking forward to a routine in your BFA training, or what? What, what is that for you? Yeah, I think. You know, you look, you, look, you look at, like, the most prestigious um, acting programs in the country, and they all teach the same thing. Um, generally speaking, of course, of course, there's like some like variations, but generally they're all the same thing. Uh, and I think what they all focus on is not teaching you how to be a better actor, but rather teaching you how to use more parts of yourself and... I think that's like the most important part about acting is understanding how you can use yourself because, you know, when you're acting, your, your body is your instrument. And if you don't know how to use it or what you can do with it, then you'll never be able to improve as an actor. And so, I mean, concerning how I get better, I think for me, a lot of it has just been, you know, growth in high school um, as a person, because as I've grown as a person, I've also grown as an actor. And because, you know, Everyone has up these walls, but you have to be willing to be vulnerable and live in that vulnerability as an actor um, to tell the truth of the situation. And I think the optimal way to do that is just, you know, grow as a person. But then how do you grow as a person? How do you know you're on the right track? I don't really know. Um, so, I mean, yeah, just like time and you know, life experience, I'd say. I, and, I mean, I am definitely trying to find a better like, routine, which is, you know, why I'm going to school. Because, like, I, you know, people will always tell me that I'm really good with the whole character aspect, but I'm really bad at the technical aspect. You know, like my speech, um, cheating out, you know, a lot of simple things, you know. That's, that's, that's probably why I'm going to school. And so I think, you know, there's a way to, there's very, um, not easy, but, you know, 
there is a telegraph path on how to get better, technically speaking, as an actor. But, you know, truthfully, um, and telling the truth as an actor, I think, comes with um, tearing down those walls and becoming more human and becoming and understanding yourself. I think that's where that comes from. That's facts. That's awesome, man. Um, I'm excited for the work that you're going to do. Um, I'm just just uh, very, very wise beyond your years and have a great grasp of the craft and um, just a lot of growth. And I'm looking forward to uh, to the work that you'll book and that you um, and the the art that you're going to create. Um, that's real. Um, what what last what's the film that you saw last? And if you could put your stamp on it and change something to enhance it or make it better, what would you do differently um, from your perspective? Oof. Thinking about the film that I saw last, I've, I've had a busy couple of weeks, honestly, so I'm not even like, uh, sure. Uh, I mean, <laughs> this is going to sound cheesy, but I, I bought like Into the Spider-Verse because I love the movie and the character so much. I bought it on um, Blu-ray, DVD, all that stuff. Um... There isn't much I would say it could really improve the movie. Make it longer. Make it longer. Because uh, <laughs> you loved it so much you didn't want it to end. Yeah, I was like, yeah, that's great. I mean, I will say the one part that always gets me is it's kind of, in the beginning, I feel like the whole interaction where Miles meets like the alternate Peter, um, that the pacing on that's kind of awkward. Um, but... I mean, other than that, I mean, that's the only thing I would really say I need to change about that movie. Okay. And um, I feel like you're a very creative person. Um, you have a lot of different interesting perspectives. When you think of the word creative, this is something I ask all my guests as well. Who, who comes to mind for you and why? Donald Glover. Donald Glover. Yep. Um, just because... Um, he expresses himself through so many different venues. Um, and that, and that's just like, you know, of course, Guava Island, um, recently Dope. came out, which I went, really wanted to watch. I haven't gotten a chance to yet. Oh, um, and he, he has an entire collaboration coming out with Adidas. Yeah. Shoes. Um, and of course he dropped all those promotional videos. Um, announcing the collection and showcasing them. Um, I think he's just kind of like an epitome black creative who I just, who I really look up to personally. Me too. Um, he says so many different things and they're all so different. You know, like if you look, if you compare his, you know, if you, if you look at his discography, his discography you know, if you, if you compare, compare his early stuff to his more, more recent stuff, you know, it's like such a stark contrast where has become so much more about the the, the feeling yeah. than it has about you know like the the gilded things you know how you know how hard this rhyme goes or you know other aspects like that. Yeah, man. It, there was an interview I, I could talk about him. All he's he's one of my favorite artists as well. But there's an interview he did, and they were talking about like um like. The creating and 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 uh, being creative and something he asked the rest of the panel was like, do you feel like you need to kind of stick to what the audience expects of you? You know what I mean? And uh, 
you know, I, I feel like he's somebody who who definitely doesn't. He that's that's kind of why I respect him. He he like takes risks. He does what he wants to do and isn't afraid of failure. F- fail big, you know, sin boldly, as you would say. That's dope, man. Um, well, I know you're coming to New York. That's where I'm at. When you get to um, New York, you know, you'll be busy with school and all that. But any other time, let's definitely connect. Um, for the any of the yeah, guests. Any um anybody who's listening and um any any people who are like kind of maybe uh going to be auditioning or listening to this later in the future, where and how can people connect with you? You have social media, YouTube, anything? Yeah, um, my social media. I mean, I generally just have an Instagram or I have Twitter as well, but I don't, I'm not really active on there that often. Uh, um, best place to find me is gonna be Instagram, just like the Ryan Murray, um. The, of course, spelled like regular, like the, and then Ryan, but also an additional N, and then Murray. Um, so, like, you could say the Ryan and Murray, uh, in a way. So, Just because, like, it, it, it's like Ryan, my middle name is Noah, so the Ryan and Murray, so yeah. Just like that. Well, it's been a pleasure, man. Send boldly. I know you're going to create some dope. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate it. Absolutely, man. Yeah, so, um, yeah, I just um, thank you for the opportunity. I really I really appreciate it. Um, and if I can just, like, say one thing, I think something, I, I think understanding artistic excellence is so important in today's, like, society. Just because, you know, with everything going on, uh, art has such an impact on who we are as people and our society and you know we should I think we need to, I think we need artists to raise awareness because people won't care unless a lot like you know a lot of people have to care and the best way to get a lot of people to care is to you know talk about start the conversation art I think is the best way to do that man that's real Ryan looking forward to your art and um, thank you man